Hey, how are you doing? I'd like to welcome you all to my podcast. It's called African Stock Photography. This is a podcast that's brought to you by stockproviders.com. If you're listening to this podcast on the website, you already see the pictures that are there or the stock photography that you can download royalty free. But if you're not on the website, go check it out. It's stockproviders.com. So this podcast is going to come in three segments. In the first segment, I'm going to talk about the stock photos that are in front of me because what, uh, what I do is each time I do a photo shoot the idea is that I'm going to have a podcast that talks about the photos that I took on that particular shoot so the first segment is where I talk about the photos the second segment I'm going to have a virtual guest due to COVID-19 I think you've had this being mentioned in a number of my podcast I'm recording during the time of the COVID-19 pandemic and uh, there's some movement regulations quarantines in place and so on and so on so yeah we cannot have guests in the studio <laughs> yeah uh, but uh, the good news is we're able to get our guests to send us voice notes and you can listen to what today's guest has to say about african stock photography that will be segment two and then in the last segment I'm going to be just commenting on some of the things she would have said. Her name is Kim. She's a designer I met uh, during one of some, uh, during a British Council thing that we were doing. And uh, I have a lot of things to comment on what she has to say. <laughs> so I'm really excited about that. But first and foremost, let's uh, talk about the stock photos. Right, uh, so the photos that are in front of me right now are uh, under a shoot that's titled College Girls in Graduation Gowns. Right, uh, so now in these photos you're going to see there are two, two ladies that are wearing black graduation gowns and uh, they have the graduation caps and um, I also had them wear glasses, they hold books in some of the photos. I think these kind of photos were something I was quite happy with. I was very excited to do the shoot because I've been in situations where you're doing a project and you're not sure where you're going to find the right photo. Like, sometimes I've done like uh, I've designed posters or things for flyers and booklets and items for insurance companies or education loan institutes of sorts and uh, that kind of stuff. You struggle as a designer that's working within Africa in that when you're trying to make those things, there's a lack of like variety. If you want to have a model that's holding uh, textbooks or some or wearing some kind of school-looking gear of sorts, it's it's going to be hard to get the kind of school stuff that we use here. So this is just the tip of the iceberg. This shoot, in the sense that I'm going to go through different ages and have different kind of like students where the uniforms that you see in Africa because I've seen that uh, just based on my little experience with the rest of the world I've seen that not all places have school uniforms there are schools where kids just go wearing their regular clothes but here in a huge number of African schools maybe not all of them but a lot of them you get 
like a school uniform where you wear it daily it's not optional it's mandatory and uh when you're trying to communicate now in uh well i just knocked over something <laughs> ah the joys of working from home during a covid-19 quarantine anyway uh like i'm saying when you're trying to create something anything you want people to relate to it if like i've given several examples of situations where you might use these photos and uh let's say there's a company that provides education loans to people if you're going to have american school students posing in those photos when someone who is in Ethiopia or Mozambique or Zimbabwe or Usumba Marambapfungwe sees those photos they or sees that poster or banner or booklet they are going to like unknowingly subconsciously just dismiss it because the images that you used are unrelatable and especially when it's something that's involving money you know or a loan they might just feel like oh okay uh, it must be some american flyer that got lost and landed itself here which is not an uncommon thing to happen because people buy american magazines or do they still do that i don't know if magazines are still a thing now ah the internet <laughs> yeah anyway let me talk a bit more about the actual pictures themselves before we jump right into segment 2 so uh these pictures there's a lot of them you see in some of them there's a situation where you find that the models are giving a hug to a mother figure that i put in there so it's uh it's nice to have as many models as i can in my shoots but i'm i'm working towards like having more and more shoots and not only just more shoots but more models even so like i said i'll do multiple versions of an education themed stock shoot this is the first one that i am looking at right now and uh in the multiple versions i'll probably have like older women younger people uh, parents that are like father mother figures and so on um uh, one of the unintentional things that happened during this shoot <laughs> uh yeah was uh, there's a group of school girls that passed in the back uh you can see them in some of the shoots but not all of them and i was quite happy with that very excited in that it kind of shows some kind of progression because the girls that you see they are like faded hazy all the way in the back there they are wearing a a high school uniform so they're not really like graduates of any kind and to have them there in the background and then in the front have this girl who's wearing a graduation gown and holding her certificate yeah because there's uh, some some shots where you see a rolled up certificate i didn't want to have it open uh but i'm going to also look into having some studio ones where there's like a blank certificate template that's held up by the by the student yeah like i said this stock website it's growing and uh the library is just going to keep getting bigger and bigger um uh, due to the current world situation we are unable to like socially engage and do our shoots but more shoots are definitely coming and uh i should probably mention this more in my podcast feel free to donate uh this is donate button where you can like donate via PayPal it's at the top right corner of the website uh, and if you're not on the website once again it's stockproviders.com and now i think i've like touched a lot on 
what I was looking at and let me just like skim through the pictures and see if there's anything else that's worth mentioning um, right uh, I think that's pretty much it apart from the fact that in the background uh, just a fun fact <laughs> uh, oh by the way this was a windy day our equipment just kept falling over uh, and by equipment I'm talking about the lights on the light stand and wow uh, I, <laughs> yeah I, I really had a hard time shooting this but I love the fact that we were able to shoot this and oh I, for, I should mention more of this information they are standing under a jacaranda tree so I, I loved the tree in the sense that it was letting just enough light through also and um, the ground is quite like sandy and dry and I I, I know that it's not always ideal in all shoots, but I loved how that dryness blends well with the tree trunk, which is also like the same sandy color texture look. And the branches that you see hanging on top of the, of the frame of almost all the photos are also dry. So it kind of gave that, like, I don't know, that blend dry back look of sorts i don't know yeah uh so it's just a little thing i thought i should throw in there <clears throat> right fun fact the war the boundary war here in zimbabwe we call them jura wars so the jura war that you're seeing uh that boundary concrete war that's behind the model it's actually a war that goes into a school like a it's a college where people uh, like a polytechnical college yeah where kids can go and learn different skills like motor mechanics sculpturing and so on and so on yeah so it's nice to have that kind of aesthetic in the kind of shoot we were doing so like i said before in several of my other podcasts you get certain details that are not present when whenever african stock photography is attempted in other continents that are not African. I'm not saying you can't do African stock photography in another country or, or on another continent, but I'm just saying it's, it's, it's nice to kind of have these truly African things within it uh, and that kind of Jira war with its barbed wire. And if you look closely in some of the photos, you can even see a tank, like a water tank. Uh, well, the concept of the water tank isn't african in the sense but just that the presence of that in the photo also talks to the the lack of running water because a lot of places like especially here in zimbabwe they're struggling with having running water within cities i'm not even talking about remote villages so having that water tank in the shoot also then kind of adds that authenticity to say wow this is truly within Zimbabwe because without that water tank the school would not have any running water to use in the toilets or for people to drink or pretty much for anything um, I think segment one has been quite long <laughs> right uh, in the second segment which is coming up next we shall listen to Kim she's a designer who's based here in Zimbabwe and I'm going to let a comment on the struggles that she has as a designer who works in this global new world that we have where you get assets from different places.
Hi Tufaza. So as someone who's in the creative space, um, I tend to look for a lot of stock photography, and not just stock photography and also mock-ups. And <clears throat> it so happens that I the work I do, I love working with um, um, black black people stock uh, stock photography but it is very difficult to find because uh, my go-to sites are unsplash.com and um, pixels for, for for stock photography but it is very difficult to find a person of color or something that we can relate to as Africans yeah uh, same as uh, mock-ups I use them a lot as a designer sometimes and it's very difficult to find those you have to like dig in the depths of the internet for you to find them of which sometimes when you do find them they're like really pricey it's a few sites that will have them and they're really pr- Right. Uh, thank you so much for sending in the voice note, Kim. And I've mentioned it before, but if anyone would like to comment on the struggles they've faced, the challenges, hardships that they are encountering when it comes to having access to African stock assets, African stock photography, or African stock videos, or whatever, yeah, just feel free to send in a voice note via email. My email address is email at stockproviders.com that's email at stockproviders.com right uh so now this is the last segment where i get to comment on what was said and i i really love how she mentioned unsplashed uh unsplash uh so unsplash is uh has got quite a wide range of stock photos and i'm really happy with the quality and the creativity that they have in the stock photos that are there and uh it's quite encouraging when you start to see more people of color in those different like sites and so on and so on and uh it's also a struggle in the sense that it's not always going to be like things from africa when you go to a site you're not going to find such a site because well i guess in this case you are on such a site if you're on stockproviders.com <laughs> but uh it, it's it's uh, it's it's really encouraging when there's more inclusiveness even on websites that are based in america when you start seeing a little bit of african stock photography there or in a website that's based in russia or wherever if we can start getting more and more african content out there it's it's wonderful because then you get variety in the billboards that you shall see in the streets or you get variety in the in the magazines and adverts that you see newspaper ads or online banners or wherever you are and uh, you're free to actually use any of the images that are on stockproviders.com for commercial or non-commercial projects right uh, one of the things that uh, Kim touched on was price price is a huge factor like it's always hard to have the money that you need to buy the stock assets that you need or the design elements that you need it might be templates i mean templates are quite hard for stock 
photography, African stock photography, is starting to become findable when you search on stock sites. But templates, I'm talking about like any form of like template, whether it's logos or whatever kind of vector template you might look for, there isn't that much option there. You can search for something that's got a Chinese feel to it and you get enough assets of it like vector patterns and these and that like I'm not just talking about the photos now but even when it comes to instrumental music you can go by continents and so on but with Africa it's it's not really something that's out there so hopefully stock providers shall um, have a sound division <laughs> a, a special department that shall focus on music and other things right um i i don't know like price has also like like i was about to say before i distracted myself <laughs> price has also been a factor when we're trying to build the site we, we looked at the people that we are trying to reach out to so, like, I've had experiences, personal experiences, where I have the money, and I'm not talking about Zimbabwean dollars. I have experiences where I have American dollars in my pocket, right here, in hard cash. But I have no means of making an online payment because, well, my, my cash is hard cash in my pocket, A, and B, the banking systems in different African countries do not necessarily allow you to make an online payment. So if someone has a website that sells stock and then they say, I want as many people to buy from this site, so I shall, I shall make my stock cheap, I shall sell it for 50 cents, 50 American cents, or one American dollar for a thousand images. It's a, it's a brilliant offer. It's an amazing price point. But it might just be $1, which is yeah quite insignificant if you're going to get a thousand photographs out of it. <laughs> but not everyone is going to have the means or the MasterCard to make that payment. They might have the money. They might even be willing to give you 50 American dollars in cash but not all countries, not all banking systems allow their citizens to send out money via MasterCards or whatever and so on and so on. So that's a personal experience I've had. And now I imagine how many people out there can go to a site and say, I don't have this money. I don't have money, but I want to try and do something. Or they could go, in this to, a, go to a site and say, wow, this is affordable. I have the money, but my country doesn't allow me to send out money to online platforms. So, yeah, food for thought for anyone out there who might have their own stock site. Yeah, it's uh, it's been fun. <laughs> I really, really love these podcasts. And if you have ideas on what you want mentioned and what kind of stock images you would want to see on the site. I always feel sad when I have to end a podcast, but <laughs> feel free to send in your ideas. This this has been a great episode where I talked about the students wearing graduation gowns and holding books and certificates and so on. Expect more. 
there's plenty more that can be done because I need to do shoots in actual classrooms with younger students and so on and so on. But donations are welcome. Feel free to use the stock images and contact me. Email at stockproviders.com. My name is Tafadzo Tarumbwa. I would like to thank Kim for sending in that voice note. Thank you for listening.